Beneath these waves, there are no days, no nights, no seasons, only endless existence, and a being whose only thought since the beginning of time is his ravenous desire to feed. Port Harbor has been invaded by the ultimate predator. A beast against which there is no defense. Nature's perfect killing machine. The Great White Shark. Great White. The terror begins March 5th. Knowledge you have Mario 64 when you were a kid. I did. Did you do a thing at the beginning of the game where you like pinch his face and you go, I'm sure I did. What's happening, y'all? I'm Nolan. Stacy Glover. You're listening to Cinema Parlor. Melanie, you had a birthday. We have a special birthday episode for you. Where do you stand on leap year babies? I don't count them. As people? Yeah. For this episode, what have you chosen? To talk about for your birthday. So. We are going to talk about 1981's Last Shark, a.k.a. Great White, a.k.a. Jaws 3 in Japan. A.k.a. L'Ultimo Squalo. There's more titles than Love that. Love it. Directed yeah. by the eclectic Enzo Castellari. You nailed it. That's it. Before we get into the film, what are we drinking today? So I'm going to call this a what? So it's lemonade and bourbon, which is a normal cocktail, but to make the drink a little bit blue, I added some blue curacao and some um, cherry juice, a little bit of, I found a club soda with lemon juice in it, so Mm. it gives it a little extra Mm -hmm. punch. Garnish with cherry and lemon. It's really good. It takes a Mm -hmm. ton of lemons to make a pitcher of lemonade. Oh, and then bourbon that I used, any bourbon will do. Should we get into... The subject. I would like to say, as you're going through your notes and everything, I'm going to chime in with, I've looked up a few shark facts, so I'm going to call these shark bites whenever, Love I'm it. just going to interject randomly throughout yeah. the episode, but I do have some questions for you guys before we get into mm. the actual movie, okay. since this, we're not doing our normal what we've been up to, so I just have a few questions before we get into it. Okay. Are either of you afraid of sharks? Yes. I... Will not swim in an ocean. Just won't. No. Which we talked. Have you had the opportunity? I've I've been to both coasts, so yes, I've dipped my toes in each side, but that's it. But yeah, that's that's that is the extent for me. I don't like heights, and I don't like the ocean. I'm 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 a scared boy. You're in a landlocked. Yeah, right? mm-hmm. I'm not scared of sharks. No, I think it's like a rational fear. I have a rational fear of sharks, but the chance of me being with a shark is very slim to none. Shark movies don't scare me. Sharks in video games, that doesn't scare me. Oh my gosh. Um, it's just good enjoyment. No, and shark in video games is scary. Yeah. Oh, even like Resident Evil, the Neptunes, mm. terrifying. Um, I don't like underwater. Obviously, I like if I was game. out swimming and a shark bit me, there would be fear, well, okay. but I, I'm not That's, like... No, no, I'm talking when you think about... When you think about a shark, you're not like, who? No. Shivers. Okay. I used to love watching the Jaws movies on the cable, but they didn't have, in the late 80s, early 90s, we didn't have like any shark toys. I made a real dumb shark 
that could swallow my G.I. Joes out of Legos. So I, I used like one of those green land bases as his tum-tum and built up and around. And his mouth was big enough to where you could throw G.I. Joes in there. Imagination. Because it was like a rainbow shark. Because I didn't have just one color of a Lego. Did your dad or mom come up and they're like, what's that, buddy? And you're like, obviously it's a shark. Probably. <laughs> they're probably like, wow, this kid's an idiot. Well, you're better than me. I had little rubber ninjas and as a kid, I would lose them and I'd yell at my mom. Mom, I've lost my rubbers. <laughs> so, well, you're a bit smarter than me. Did she replace them? I hope she just found them for me. I'm scared of sharks. I'm very, very... I have a recurring nightmare that I've had since I was... Pretty sure I've told the my dream on one of our... Either one of our Halloween episodes, something. I've talked about it before. Just recently, I had a shark nightmare. So watch the Obi-Wan show. I had a dream that I was running around with Dwayne The Rock Johnson in the Star Wars planet. And we were trying to get away from somebody. And we had to go out through... It was kind of Bioshocky too, actually. We had to go out this waterway... So we're waiting in the water and these sharks come up, but they look like a great white shark married with a Chinese dragon. Oh man. Dragon with like the... A mustache? Yeah, I guess it's kind of just a mustache. But The yeah. Chinese New Year dragon. Yeah, yeah. Very you dreamt of a catfish? But no, it wasn't a catfish. It looked like a dragon shark. I can't explain it any better than that. But Dwayne the Rock Johnson, catfish. he punched it and we got out of there. Mm-hmm. And I think I woke up at some point, but it was very stressful. So I have, mm-hmm. I have a very real mm-hmm. fear of sharks. Sure. So my second question, and I'm assuming this is a no for you, but I'll ask Nolan. Would you ever go in a shark cage? No, absolutely not. Never, mm. No. No, okay. I, I would never, you know, yeah, <laughs> would never dive into any body of water. I mean, I've, I've swam, I swam in a lake or a river or see, swimming pool, but a pool is like the only thing I'm really comfortable in, even though... There's what about pee? Yeah, well, that's fine. I I'm much better with that than the only time I've ever really swam in like a river or a lake is if I've been pushed in or I've fallen in. Yeah, so, against your will. Yeah, having mm-hmm. to swim in a river yeah. or a lake. I understand. Uh-huh. So that's a no, Stacy. Would you? Yeah, absolutely. See, I think I would too. Even though I'm very, it's a very visceral, scary fear. I've gotten a lot better with spiders recently. I'm very scared of spiders. Arachnophobic, highly arachnophobic, but I don't only kill spiders. I just want them to not be on me or near me, but I want them to be in the world. Sharks, amazing creatures, and I think it's really sad that they are slightly demonized and people go hunting just like they do for any other big game. It's disgusting. Not for that. I don't want... I can't even watch old shark films where real sharks are hurt. I don't like that. But I would absolutely go in a shark cage. But then I worry about like the 47 meters down thing where it's like, what if it, the hinge comes off? I would be, you get stuck down there. I feel like I'd probably have a panic attack, but I'd try to yeah. do it. I think I would try. If it looked like expensive new equipment and the person didn't seem shady, it wasn't a Matthew Modine. Isn't that who? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would probably do it then. Probably. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't let Matthew Modine take me anywhere, but. <laughs> no, I hang out with him for a day. Nolan, are you afraid of catfish? No. Like, if you grab one in the spines, like, you know, I mean, on I their neck. I prefer not to grab one, but I'm not afraid of them. I think I've handled a catfish. That's I'm, a weird thing to say, but. <laughs> <laughs> Off topic. There was a DVD Stacy once bought me called Girls Gone Grabbling. Video of just country ladies just trying to grab catfish. They weren't in bikinis you, or. The that DVD cover. Yeah. A little fetishy. It definitely seemed like it was supposed to be something that was sexy. I think it's... You're into weird shit. 
Yeah, but not that. That didn't do it for me. We all me. watched that, though. We did watch it. Group, and it was, it was bad. It was really bad. Yeah. It was just like, yeah. I'm not Grabbling. They, so you just, isn't you, you isn't put. is it called noodling? Yeah, it's noodling. You, right. you put your hand in a hole yeah. that a fish makes trying to grab a fish out of its little yeah. hole. I feel like that's asking for so much trouble. You're going to get a, I mean, I don't know if water moccasins burrow it down into the lake. There's bed. so many bad things in, in, in bodies I, of water, you know? Turn you on. No. So have you guys ever had a shark nightmare? No. I know I've had nightmares of other creatures and animals, but I had huge uh, dreams of, of huge rabbits attacking me. Do you have a, besides Jaws and Jaws 2, do mm. you guys have a favorite jo- or a favorite shark film? Or uh, we could even extend it to just a animal attack movie. I, I, I love The Shallows from a few years back. Mm. I think it's really good. Uh, that's probably my... One of my favorites. It's really well done. The shark looks pretty darn good. I think Deep Blue Sea is pretty fun. As far as uh, other animal attack films, I've actually never seen Orca. Definitely folds it into the eco-horror genre, but it is more of a... I feel like it has more in line with Frankenstein, the ending of that story anyway. He does fuck up like a whole oil refining. Uh, it's really cool. We all love animal attack films. The movie that we're going to talk about today is legitimately top five shark film and then for other animal attacks alligators up there oh yeah that, that is a good movie mm-hmm. yep that one's i imagine good. we'll cover it at some point mm-hmm. all right well we can get into this nolan can you say his name Enzo. <laughs> Enzo castellari yep there you go so he was born into a film family his father was a boxer turned filmmaker which i think i wrote his name down Lorino gorlami uh, yeah, he was a boxer turned filmmaker. Enzo followed in his footsteps very closely because he did a lot of crime, spaghetti westerns, uh, horror to some extent, hardcore. Well, dabbled oh, in a lot of hardcore. Love so, that. Yeah. Okay. And Enzo, was he an actor or director? Director. Okay. Enzo started out doing assistant directing. So he was an AD for his dad on several pictures. And then he branched off and did his own, which again, he did a lot of spaghetti westerns, crime. Alicia Tetsi. Mm-hmm. You want to go. see that Gorlami Salami? Eh, let's take a bite. Enzo's known for High Crime, The Inglorious Bastards, and Kioma. Yeah. Pretty good working relationship with Franco Nero. Franco Nero got him the job to do uh, the, the Shark Hunter. Hunter. Yeah. He also did like those Bronx Warrior. So he directed The Inglorious Bastards in 1978, which is the inspiration for Quentin's 2009 Inglorious Bastards, and he plays a German officer in that film. Enzo's still alive. He's 84 years old. I would uh, really like to watch a number of his Felicia Tessi movies. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know Arrow Films just put out like a little two-film box set of a couple that he did that I hear they're supposed to be fairly... Uh, violent and well staged, and I, I would, I'm interested. He have you seen High guy. Crime? I have not. Kind of like the template for right. what those crime films became. Yeah, definitely. Pretty cool. Absolutely. All right, so The Last Shark, as we have established, directed by Enzo Castellari, 1981. You are what's for dinner. When a 35-foot great white shark begins to wreak havoc on a seaside town, the mayor, not wanting to endanger his gubernatorial campaign, declines to act, so a local shark hunter and horror author band together to stop the beast. We but have... Yes. Did you say horror or whore? Horror. 
And if you're a whore author, do you write about whores or are you a whore who is published? Can we say whore? Right. You were... I In honor of Norm. I don't know. I don't know. I'd like to think it's some kind of mix where you're effing while writing about the subject. That's optimistic. Okay. Our cast here, we have James Franciscus as Peter Benton, Vic Mora- Morrow as Ron uh, Hamer. Hammer? Hammer. Ron Hammer. Hammer. It's only with one M. I think it's Hammer. I think it is too, because I remember him saying Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Michaela Pignatelli as Gloria Benton. Joshua Sinclair as the mayor, William Wells. Giancarlo Crete as Bob Martin. That's probably. And that's good. All right. And then <laughs> just a few. I don't know. We can talk about these later if you want. Do you want to talk about any of the crew members uh, real quick? Now, they probably do show it too much. But I legitimately think this is the best shark besides Bruce, yeah. I, I think it looks fantastic. Giorgio Ferrari did the the shark work, and it is... it Whenever it pops up, its mouth is very smiley, mm-hmm. and I it does kind of... It makes me chuckle, but I think it looks good. Castellari wanted to do a sequel to this, but this shark broke, so it just wouldn't be financially viable. Oh, man. I love that they... Like, we can't do another, so we just can't do it. So... This film did really well at box office. It grossed over $18 million in its first month in the United States. Oh, However, wow. Universal got mad because they said it was, this was too much like Jaws, and they pulled it. Yeah, they were accused of plagiarizing, and they blocked Film Ventures from releasing it. Lame. Sons yeah, of so bitches. They, originally, I think the U.S. District Court denied it, but they went back yeah, it was a month within their release and because they tried to stop it before it came out mm-hmm. and the district court was like, no, it's fine. Released, grossed a ton of money, did really well. It's a fun movie. I can only imagine going to see this in 81 in a theater. It would have been so much fun. I mean, not expecting mm-hmm. it to be anything and it just being what it is, but it got pulled because it was too similar. Well, so that, they pulled I'm, it from theaters. I'm not surprised it did well. I mean, people love Jaws and James Franciscus has that star power. James Franciscus is the more attractive Charlton Heston. He's one of my favorites. I love Valley of Wanji, mm-hmm. Beneath the Planet of the Apes, he's Cat of Nine Tells he's in. It's yep. good. He had that Rick Dalton sort of career. Ricky D. <laughs> All right. Well, we ready to get into this? Real quick, I'll give you my first shark bite. Absolutely. And then we'll get into it. Okay. A group of sharks is called a shiver. Huh. You can also call it a frenzy or a gam or a herd, but I really, shiver is the proper term, and I just think it fits really well. Love a it. shiver of sharks. Mm-hmm. That's shiver of timbers. Love it. The film starts off with some windsurfing. We get sick moves on the ocean, sick song, sick, out, sick outfit, a lot of essential use of slow motion. This is like good slow motion. This is when... Mm-hmm. Like, it's warranted. Yeah. It, it's needed. It adds to the... Uh, the aesthetic, really, of the whole film. Do you mm-hmm. love the windsurfing tricks? Him oh, yeah. flipping really quickly and then leaning mm-hmm. back. He's really feeling his own. It's a good intro. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. this this is his name is Michael. That's on the yeah. board. Yeah, yeah. And uh, well, sadly, Michael doesn't last long. The windsurfer uh, gets uh, bitten by our great white. The theme song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How, how do we feel about that? You hearing about the shark theme? The. <laughs> Uh, 
Yeah, it's it's yeah. really good. It's got a good uh, beat to it. Good rhythm. Mm-hmm. It gets you. It gets you in the mood for some shark killing. You know. I, uh, yeah, I'm down with it. All right, so uh, we have this mayor or governor's race going on. We have vote for Mr. Wells. Uh, Wells is also the mayor of uh, this coastal town here. There was a line that uh, someone says during, like, when we're meeting some of these characters, and they're talking about the uh, the windsurfing board that was found. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And someone says one thing for sure: it wasn't a floating chainsaw. Oh yeah, because they Vic Morrow goes up and he's looking at this board that is. It is just shredded. It doesn't look... It yeah. looks like it was put into a paper shredder. Like, it's that... Mm-hmm. T- it's not teeth marks. It's just fully shredded <laughs> around the side. Mm-hmm. And it's there's a close-up of his face, and they're like... Yeah, it's just so... It's so silly. Yeah. One thing's for sure. It wasn't a floating chainsaw. So James Franciscus is a writer. So he's basically... If Peter Benchley was the hero in Jaws. Yeah. He's a horror writer. Right. I don't know why he's recruited onto the I don't team. think we know what his wife does. No. And he's very important, I guess, because he's a famous writer. Yeah, so he's, he's a very local, important to the town. He's like, a local celebrity, and everybody. Loves he has him. some say in the uh, the Goober race. Vic Morrow. It's interesting because he he's Quint. Yeah. And it's a hilarious, awful, okay. wonderful performance of Vic Morrow doing Quint. You say awful. I don't. His accent changes all the time, mm-hmm. but it's. Well, it's strange because he's in the entire film until like the third act, really. I think it's interesting that he's such a part of the investigation. Yeah, but the trouble is, once they get a free meal, once they get a taste, they tend to hang around looking for more. He lives in the town, too. It's not like where he's just visiting. He lives yeah. there. But he's a shark hunter. Yeah. Because yeah. he talks about bagging some sharks yeah he does but they also act like it's a surprise that there's a shark there well he does say because they put up this is probably jumping way ahead but they put up the the netting to stop the shark and they're asking about precautions and he it's like yelling during this meeting precautions were made we didn't know the shark was that big mm-hmm. that are. was the problem yeah. he knows about sharks but he didn't know about 35 foot smiling sharks who does not me. Man, if I if I saw that shark, even just the fake shark, I think I would be more scared. I don't know. If, I, if you saw a fake one? Yeah, like if I if I was, I'm not an actress, if I was hired to be in a shark film uh-huh. and they had one of those mechanical sharks, I don't, I don't even think I could have done the universal ride. I hate it all. Shark bite. Sharks have a special electroreceptor so they have these small black dots near their nose, their eyes, and their mouth. And they um, it's what helps them sense movement, like electromagnetic fields and temperature shifts within the ocean. So they have these okay. special organs on their body that sharks can feel like vibration in the water from miles away. That's why. As Melanie already established, Mike is the name of the windsurfer who uh, got killed. Uh, Mr. Wells, uh, I wrote he's a real dickhole. So do you think he's a dickhole because he's wanting to go on with the ceremony? Yeah. No damn shark's gonna screw up a whole year's work and planning. We're going ahead with the regatta. And there won't be any risks. It wasn't a mako. It wasn't a tiger. 
little one shark in this whole world big enough to cause that kind of damage. The 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 race. Yeah. Yeah, they're having a big. He's like, term, you know, we're gonna be fine. We're just gonna. Why does the race have such an effect on his chances of becoming mayor? I think it's part of the promotion. Or governor, I, think, I guess. I'm, I'm guessing it's like a, a town tradition. He's probably funded it. This is something we need. Yeah, that's he's, probably he's true, He's probably too. sponsoring it and his name's on everything. Yeah. Yes, because he's currently the mayor. He's running for governor. Mm-hmm. Yes. So he wants a bigger office. That's right. But he's trying to make his constituents happy. Yep, right. So they have to have windsurfing. It's the only thing that'll do. Mm-hmm. Makes so, sense. so Mr. Wells, uh, he has used netting to take uh, precautions for the windsurfers. Says nothing bad will happen. Yeah, so they put this netting down into the ocean all the way from the surface to the ocean floor, mm-hmm. and it's supposed to protect the the like lagoon area where these guys are surfing off the the coast. Yep. Gentlemen, there is absolutely no need for you to worry about me allowing anything to happen to my town. More than ample security measures have been taken to protect the windsurfers. This section of the bay has been completely closed off by special shark-proof netting, which extends from here to here. Spotters will be placed along these strategic points, and boats with armed men aboard will be anchored outside the netting here, here, and here. So the actual triangle in which the regatta takes place will be 100% safe. Gentlemen, Absolutely nothing is going to happen. Uh, at this point, uh, we meet Quint Jr., a.k.a. Vic Morrow, a.k.a. Ron Hammer. We meet Chief Brody, Peter Benton. A.k.a. James Franciscus. Yeah. Yep. He's a writer, not a, pol- a policeman. A uh, horror writer. A horror writer of horrors. Uh, <laughs> Vic, Quint Jr., I'm just going to call him Quint That's Jr., fine. Quint Jr. Uh, shows slides of the great white shark, great white shark, and explains his tendencies and his ferocity. Horny beach team hangs; they want to fuck, and the shark wants to destroy. More sufficient use of slow motion, obviously. Another shark bite. Yeah, please. So sharks, whenever you flip them upside down, they go into a trance. That's how they hmm. give them medical treatment. This great white shark, he obviously breaks through Mr. Wells's net barrier. It was a it was a bad construction he job. Easy, easy work of yeah. breaking into They didn't stuff. know it was a 35-footer. No. I just don't know if it... They have a measurement because of the bite radius on the board. They needed a hooper. I yeah, think they it's, had a horror writer, they needed a hooper. Mm-hmm. I think it's really interesting in these movies. because So the first Jaws, mm-hmm. it's a really big shark, but it's not within... Not out of the realm of possibility yeah. for like measured great whites. It's 25 feet. Yeah. I, yeah. It, I, I think originally they're like, oh, it's an 18 footer and uh, 25 or yeah, 24 or like whatever he the, says. The, yeah. But that's, it's, it's very big. Yes. But not outside of the realm of possibility. I love that when in these movies, it's always big. They're talking about like a 30, 35 foot shark. And it's like, that's a miracle of nature, and we're just <laughs> talking about how to blow it up. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you're not even trying to document. Even in the later Jaws movies, because I think by Jaws 3, it's 30 feet. Big old boys doing big old things. This was a really 
standout moment for me. We have a Bob Dylan impersonator mm. singing a beautiful track in support of Mr. Wells's Mr. Wells campaign. Is it like Caroline? Is, is yeah. Is so he so he's like in a booth on the beach <laughs> and he rolls up. Yeah. It's like he's doing a little puppet show. Only it's just him. He like rolls up the sheet and then he just starts singing. And mm-hmm. yeah, he's got a, yeah. Like a banjo and yeah. um, a harmonica. That's right. Oh, little Caroline, I'm feeling so lonely. I see you as the sun is going down. Oh, little Caroline, I'm riding across the prairie. Please be waiting there when I arrive to town. It's something. It, it's the Pretty start good. of the of the campaign party on the beach. Really. Yeah. Look, we're ready for the these festivities to begin. The big windsurfing race. We got TV cameras everywhere. This leads into what I call the windsurfing day catastrophe. Okay. I'm going to let you get into this. Okay. But I would like you, when you're done, can you estimate how many deaths do you think happened during this? That you, is a you fair get, question. get into it, but... Chaos ensues. So, obviously... Shark breaks through the net. Breaks through the net. So, all the windsurfers are out there. People just start... Flying off their winds. And he's surf, got this... Uh, their windboard. This, like, balloon yeah. thing attached mm-hmm. to him the shark does. Yeah. So it's kind of similar mm-hmm. to the tanks and, and Josh. Or, so you don't see the shark. You just see this balloon pop into these boards. Yeah. And then people die off. People are just going down, jumping off. So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say at least five to ten. I know I'll you're not going to get in the water. Yeah. But you see this. Like, what do you do? Like, from the beach. Like, I do? say you're watching the Bob Dylan impersonator. You're enjoying a hot dog at the, the, you know, the mayor's governor run. And you see all this panic. Like, do you go help? I mean, I'm not getting in the water. I yell. I like, help! You're just, you're just holding your hot dog in a lemonade. Help! <laughs> There's people dying in the water. What are you going to do, you know? You just stay and you listen to Bob Dylan. Yeah, I ain't going near yeah, that water, no, body of water. You're not even going to drag people to shore? I mean, I don't do well with just a lot of blood. I'm sure there'd be a lot of limbs. I think it would probably be better for the people involved that were injured if no one is in the party to it. That's probably true. I don't know what I could do. That's all but I'm I, saying. You know what? You know your strengths. So. Yeah. And so the highlight of this catastrophe has to be one of the best moments in the film is a shark the, uh, the great white shark destroys a dude's boat. I'm sure you guys can explain this so scene better than guy, me. There, we haven't even gotten to this. There's a lot of really strong mustaches in this sure. film. There's mm-hmm. so many. So I forget this character's name. I think I even wrote it down, but it's it's fine. Um, he, this guy with a mustache and aviator glasses in a white suit, mm-hmm. is on a a small boat. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he's on a small boat, mm-hmm. and he turns around like he's he's. Trying to help the wind boarders up. He, or, he's like the governor's secondhand man. Yeah, he's his number two. Mm-hmm. And he, so he turns around <laughs> and he just sees that balloon coming towards him. And he's like, oh shit. So he has an oh shit moment. And then yeah, this he, is what you're referring to. Yeah, so the the, the shark just comes up. Launches the boat. Launches the boat into the air and sends the, the dude in the air. And it's just like the way his body moves like it or doesn't or move. doesn't move it's like a statue <laughs> yeah. and it just goes straight up and then straight down it's but kind of amazing they, yeah i they launch that boat and I'm, i don't even know what is happening i don't know if it's a model i because it all happens so fast and on every time i watch it i just focus on the dummy that's jumping <laughs> up it is so ridiculous but the boat launches probably what 20 feet 
Uh, I mean, the dummy does for sure. I, I don't know if it's like a pressure plate or an explosion because it looks like it's just a little wood rowboat is what he's in, right? Yeah. yeah. Like it's, maybe it's like a, an eight-foot rowboat. Small little, yeah, little thing. I mean, and, it's a little. It's a good size to be launched that high up. I sure. But it looks like they got like a department store dummy it's a and put him in this guy's clothes <laughs> and it's just stiff. just stiff. Yeah. And they launched that sucker straight in the yeah. air. It's so funny. It was, but he comes down alive. Yeah, he makes. He it. just, yeah, he just dunks in the water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and then he's in the shark. It was fun. It was a scene that this was. This is, I think, the first time you get to see the shark. Yeah. Hey. Every yeah. time he comes up, that's what I think of. I I enjoyed this scene so much. I had because we watched this movie together. I had Stacy. Back it up. Back it up and we watch well, the scene Well, and the nice again. thing is... The, the movie backs it up. The film knows mm-hmm. how good it is yeah. that the reporter that caught the footage perfectly <laughs> yeah. caught everything perfectly, even him sitting in the water That's and the right. shark popping up. Caught it all. Yeah. But the film replays the entire scene on a tiny TV in his van. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Mm-hmm. Man, the reporter character <laughs> was just like, yes, all these deaths. Let's film it. Mm-hmm. This is amazing. Good times. Trying to get all that footage. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he succeeded. Yeah. I'm going to give you another shark bite real quick. Okay. We all know sharks have been around for a very, very long time. So they age them by the rings on their vertebrae. Any species of shark they'll have on their vertebrae, they'll have opaque rings. And however many rings they have, it's kind of like trees, actually. they mm-hmm. That's how they age them. So if it has 10 rings, it's 10 years old. Do you know, have you looked up what the average lifespan of a shark? 40 to 70 years. Yeah. Yeah, so this Greenland shark, it's been alive, the one in National Geographic, 272 years. So could you imagine, like, machine guns weren't seen a lot? Depending on on the breed. That shark has been around for longer, I mean, two world wars and... Seen everything, man. Yeah. Yeah. Elvis. Spanish-American war. I was going to say story. Elvis. Man. (laughs) There's some underwater shark. Shark fighting, shark attacks going on. This is just all still with the the surfing day catastrophe. Mm-hmm. It's over at this point. The shark is... So I, I think... I, I'm trying to figure out where I'm at here. I have something written. The shark is smarter than scuba divers. So we have... Oh, are you talking about whenever they go down? Yeah. And he, they're trying to like put charges down? Yeah. They're trying to explode the shark and the shark traps them in a reef. Yeah. That's and right. bops it... Bops rocks and reefs with his nose, yeah. and he traps mm-hmm. them in this little coral cave thing. Yeah, so, like, during this stuff, like, Quint Jr. almost dies. Brody Jr. saves him and revives him in their boat. Quint Jr. says the shark is 30 feet long. Next, after, like, kind of that scene, we also have a scene where this group of kids that we've kind of been following a little mm-hmm. bit are trying also to kill the shark. It, it kind of, it's going after that Jaws 2 note of, like, the kids. I mean, this one, they are trying to kill the shark. Don't they have, like, a shotgun? Yeah. That they bring with them? Yeah, they have a boat of their own. They they are failing pretty miserably as well. And yeah, as Stacy said, they had a, they have a shotgun out there. Uh, during this, a girl loses a leg. That's James Franciscus's daughter. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Her leg gets bit Is off. Is that name Jenny? I think. I, that sounds yeah, right. James Francisco's daughter's fine too. So yeah, she she bites it pretty hard, but seems that she has survived. Brody uh, Jr.'s daughter is the victim, so I did get there. <laughs> <laughs> but that's like such an, an extreme... Because like, 
what Michael in Jaws, he just gets scared. It's shock because he, he somebody gets shock. killed in front of him. Yeah. And it's like a mm-hmm. big hospital scene. This, she loses her fucking leg. Mm-hmm. In, in Jaws 2, Mike gets his head knocked. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, there that one girl gets like eaten whole. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's real fucked. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, another, actually, these are back to back really good moments for me. Uh, I believe one of the kids out there was Mr. Wells's son. Yeah, he. So He's the kids one. took Mr. Wells' boat. He's yeah. the one that's obsessed with Snoopy, isn't he? He has like yeah. He, he, at the end, they're talking shirt. about getting something, and he's like, "I want the Snoopy one," and he has Snoopy on. Yeah, it's Joe Cool. That's right. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and so Mr. Wells is pretty upset, so he gives his son a classic slap across the face for effing up and i i lost it pretty hard like laughing wise well and mr wells is a mayor of action unlike the mayor of amityville mayor of amityville just smokes cigarettes and just like mm-hmm. you say uh, amityville, amity island. yeah amity island sorry <laughs> you're getting amityville horror i know <laughs> in space so he's just like smoking like i didn't know i didn't know having a panic attack and mm-hmm. brody forces him to hire quint to kill the shark yeah like, this mayor is like i got this get me helicopter he takes a freaking machine gun yeah it's like an m16 yeah, <laughs> it's pretty wild uh before we get into that i just have to say another thing i loved real quick is while they're at the hospital and we're finding out that she got her she jenny. lost her leg yeah. jenny did um there's a, a a male nurse with a pumpkin pie haircut oh, it's and bad. a mustache. Yeah, amazing and a hell of an actor. Like his line reading. <laughs> Is it my bad memory, or do they talk about the phantom pain, like her yeah, losing he, her leg? Like well, that's she'll how, think it's there. They that's how they let you know. They don't ever show her after the fact. They don't show yeah. her leg, so they say she'll probably feel phantom pain for up to a year. She'll still uh-huh. feel it. Mr. Benton. She's awake now if you'd like to see her for a few minutes. Does she know? No, she's still pretty groggy from the anesthetic. She'll feel her missing leg for months, perhaps for a year. (laughs) And so, like, right before her last things that she, in this scene that she says to Brody Jr. is, Daddy, please kill it. Kill it! Daddy, help me. Help me. Daddy, please. Kill it. Kill it! Ah! Loved it. Quick shark bite. Sharks can reproduce in different ways. They first, I will, I just thought, I wrote this down specifically for you, Nolan, because I thought you'd think it was funny. Thank you. Female sharks can be impregnated by multiple partners at once. Love that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so they can have... Mm-hmm. Uh, shark babies Man. from different fathers at the same time because they have a litter. So some sharks, it just depends on the species or yeah. which type of shark, but some of them give live birth and some of them lay oh. eggs. Oh, wow. And both, they do what's called embryotic cannibalism. It's in the womb and there's a shark that's fully developed. It'll eat the others in the womb still mm. because it's number one. Now, Gotta love that. Now, hatchlings, it'll do the same thing on the outside where it'll cannibalize their siblings. <laughs> They'll eat all the eggs. Wow. These these guys get scarier and scarier. Yeah. A study where they were trying to find where great whites give birth because they, they just don't know a lot about them. And it's mm-hmm. obviously it's hard to research because they are oppressive. And sure. 
mama sharks are very aggressive mm-hmm. with their babies. So yeah, yeah, it's just really interesting. That was a good shark. You can't have them in captivity because nope. they'll die. Nope. And freaking was the was it like the Sea World offshoot or whatever in Japan that they had a great white? Yeah, I've seen a great white in captivity, and the was it, a, it was a little one. I think it was like ten feet. Were they just? Was it? It, like it was one of those that they had. I think so. It was one of those like in the mid two thousands where I think it was Monterey, I think in California, is their aquarium. And you can like look them up mm-hmm. and it'll say all the times they've had them in captivity. And it's usually only for like a few months at a time because you they, can't keep them. They can't live. They, it's not like, mm-hmm. like orcas. I mean, people, that's a whole different thing, but it's orcas will live, but they're sad. They are super depressed and it's just awful. Great whites. You can't keep them. They will not eat. Nope. Man. Orcas swimming in the sand amount too, but sharks have to just keep swimming. Well, let's get into the crazy shit. So helicopter meet shark, shark meet helicopter. This is all with Wells and his, I guess his uh, crusade mission. I don't know. They're trying to do like the Jaws 2 thing where the shark attacks the helicopter this one's a little less sophisticated, but pretty fucking awesome. There's some mm-hmm. shots during this that I really love. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll let you get into it in a moment, but there's there's yeah. a couple of really cool shots Oh, yeah, here. for sure. There's a lot of funny stuff. There's here. a lot that I laughed at, like, in particular, Wells eventually, like, he, he falls into the ocean from his helicopter. Uh, the shark bites both of his legs clean off. Well, yeah, so he's is- hanging onto the side of the helicopter. They drop down to pick him up. And he grabs onto the side, and it's floating back up, and the shark comes up and bites his legs <laughs> off. Clean off. And it, it's mm-hmm. like that effect from uh, the thing when he's doing CPR. So I, I assume they're like gelatin legs that they, yeah. they built. It got me good. But it looked really good. Yeah, it was good. It, But it's funny because I think he shoots it for too long, and I that's not a complaint. It's hilarious and awesome. Oh, yeah, I love that we see But it. it's just like dripping forever. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, it's real good. Yeah, the shark eventually takes down the whole helicopter. It, it's it's wonderful. Anything else you guys want to say about this? The helicopter shark battle here. I mean, it's not really much of a battle. The shark. I mean, the shark the, does. He makes easy the whole work thing. Right. It. It's but really I, you're right. Yeah. I do love. There's a shot of Wells. I think so. He falls into the ocean and then he actually grabs the side of it. He grabs it and the helicopter gets him up once where the shark mm-hmm. doesn't get him yet. But the shark pops out and there's a shot of it's uh, Wells is hanging off the side, whatever the the feet on the helicopter are called. I don't know. But he's hanging off of those and the shark, which they show the shark way too much. But in the shot, Wells like looks up the camera frantic and the shark is just like coming out <laughs> uh, yep. at him. It's so I really that like it. Mouth. But then he falls again, and whenever he goes <laughs> to pick him up, that's when his legs get chomped. That's right. Yeah, and it does the... So Jaws 2, it, it's a very similar shot in that. I, I think the helicopter pilot sees, like, the shark from yeah from the side window, like him raise out of the water. And this, he sees it coming through, like, the back window. Yeah. And it's the shark head raises up. And, it, and this is quicker cut because... Well, it does, like, a goofy like close up of him. Yeah, and the pilot. Well, and they switch the helicopter instead of fucking up a helicopter which is kind of look what it, like what it looks like in Jaws 2. Mm-hmm. It like switches out for a toy model yeah. and then they put the they do the toy model times. shark that they use for their underwater shots and then they just bump it. 
the shark makes his way closer to shore. Is mm-hmm. that correct? Yes. So we have a group of people on this pier. I think that's the proper term it's here. It's like a, a part of a dock, a dock. that's sticking yeah. out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So during this time, like, James Franciscus and Vic Morrow are also hunting the shark. Yeah. And they get separated... And Vic Morrow's wearing a belt of dynamite <laughs> yep. with a trigger. That's right. But he gets, like, separated from James Franciscus. Yep. And so, the, as the shark gets close there, he, he attacks this group of people on this dock. And, yeah. They also bring in a new character at this point, the Great White Hunter. Yeah, we get oh, a, we meet a cowboy. He's a cowboy. He's a denim, uh-huh. a denim dream. Yeah. Just... just Sent there to kill the shark. Was he hired by Mr. Wells? Or I don't really know why. He's with the he news. No, I think the, the, the news, news guy hired yeah, him. Yeah, the, okay. the reporter. To, to I guess he was going to record the hunter killing the shark. Yeah, he wanted to get premium footage. He's a really good character that just shows up for a minute or two. He's, he's only he's, like five minutes, yeah, maybe. Tops. Yeah. But he looks amazing. Yeah. Leaves mm-hmm. an impression. Yeah. He definitely is really handsy, which mm-hmm. I'm sure you've got that written down. He loves a... He, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's handsy with uh, Ju- James Bert- Francisco's wife? Yeah, Bertie Jr.'s yeah. lady. Right. He's all over her. So yeah, he, he's a part of this group of people. So the shark drags them out to sea. He separates... What would you say, like... It's three wood pallets worth of... Yeah, I'd say that's right. So it's not a very big space. Right, and there's actually a number of people that are on it. So So it's Brody Jr.'s wife, it's Cowboy, it's... Are there some of the kids? All the teenagers. And also, I think we have the cameraman is also there, if I remember right. Or maybe cameraman is. I think he is. I have this written down and I The reporter's not. I could be wrong. Cameraman is, reporter's not, because cameraman has to be there to get the footage. So yeah. The reporter is on shore, because he lives. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, as as I wrote, the cameraman is also there, but he's the first victim as his body gets eaten in half. So we have another person that gets gets the bottom half taken out. Yeah, and it looks like it's from like... Uh, the butt cheeks down. Yeah, it, that one made me laugh really Like, hard. rip the butt in half. Well, they also do this yeah. thing where they're, like, pulling him up, and it does kind of, not like a freeze frame, but it, like, zooms yeah. in on his face, and he... <laughs> yeah. It, it's one of those moments, exploitation, like, war movies, mm-hmm. like, when someone just gets the body just yep. blown up or whatever. It's rough. Yep. Yeah. But funny. Yeah, it was really funny. So our cowboy killer man bites it next. So yeah. He, well, the shark like bumps into the 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 dock thing, and it doesn't this. No, it doesn't split it. It turns it over. It turns it. It turns it over. So all the people are knocked off, bobbing yeah. in the water, and uh, cowboy's off <laughs> on his own. Mm-hmm. He he fell off on the other side, closer to the shark. Yeah. And uh, yeah, gets him. Yeah. He didn't make it. So all of them. He left as he loses fast that hat as he came. Too. Do you guys have anything that you guys want to? talk about any of this else real quick because next i just have that brody jr comes in at this point and basically saves the rest of the people that are on this dock so this third act moves right so the kids go out it's kind of like the end of the second act kids go out and james francisco's daughter's leg gets eaten and then everything it's those three action scenes like boom 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 and it's just it ends yeah they think that the shark is hunting in the the remains of the helicopter or something. 
him and Vic Morrow, they think that he's in the helicopter, mm-hmm. that he's down there by the helicopter. So their their idea is that they are going to go down and get him. That's why they have the dynamite. They're going to blow him up at the helicopter. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they know about the helicopter, though. That is a fair question. Yeah. Yeah, Brody Jr. saves saves all the people that are still alive. Now he gets stranded on the dock. So he's the only one left there. And as that's happening, Quint Jr. makes his reappearance. And his death is pretty... Okay, so he... Blackluster? He, he pops up. <laughs> and he like pulls him up on the, this, the, de- the dock. Right. So he's pulling him up. James Franciscus does a really shitty job of getting him up there. His oh, ear full no. dangling. <laughs> it is a, it's a Willy Wonka thing. No, yeah, please, please stop. Yeah, so I guess we should mention, so you did say James Franciscus comes to save everybody. Yeah. So he brings the boat around. Everybody gets in the boat, but he ends up on the dock yeah. and gets pushed out even further right. mm-hmm. away from the boat. Yeah, yeah. he's the last survivor on that Which thing. He's wearing a... We haven't talked about his outfit either. That's true. So Vic has a black suit, full black uh, neoprene, whatever. That he's very often shirtless. Love it, though. Mm -hmm. It's just skinny legs propped up on stuff. That's another thing we didn't talk about. All these boys, whenever they're in neoprene, for whatever reason, they've got to open their thighs. I don't blame them. And let it, just Mm -hmm. let it hang out. They prop their knees up like they're talking to you. I got to say, you know. And wearing, I haven't worn a lot of these type of clothing, but wearing tights or something like that, you feel powerful as as a, as a boy here. I'm just saying, like, you feel free. Everything down there, you feel good. Guys putting on fishnets, like, they get, like, they feel kind of sexy. Yeah. I've never put on fishnets. No? I've, I've put on some things. I know you have. You actually get really powerful. I do. Yeah. yeah. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so, James Franciscus, Vic has the, the black number. James Franciscus has a little hot red number. He's a, I well, love that his suit is bright red. It's mm-hmm. really good. They it look good. great. I'll do another shark bite. Hippos, deer, and cows are all deadlier than sharks. Which, if you're just thinking, obviously mm. we live on the same plane as those creatures, sure. so of course. But if you really... Oh my gosh. So, because I was down this rabbit hole of all these facts and stuff, I... I just recommend a Google or a DuckDuckGo of hippos chasing boats in Kenya. It is terrifying. I feel hippos like... Hippos are so scary. Uh, yeah, I, hippos are, are a bit... I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't like to meet one. They're cute in the States. We have a celebrity hippo. Uh, it was a premature oh, yeah. hippo born mm-hmm. at the Cincinnati, Cincinnati Zoo mm-hmm. named Baby Fiona. Right. She's premature. She almost died. Wonderful story. She's very cute, but... They're like, at a certain point, it's no contact because they're too dangerous to interact with. And there are rehabilitation zoos, so they don't want to mm-hmm. interact with their animals. That's how it should be. Yeah. But it's so scary. Yeah. Hippo will kill you. Take me and out. it'll wreck a boat. I'm surprised that uh, saltwater crocodiles didn't make the list. Well, I'm sorry. These are just these are my short <laughs> facts. I don't have all the facts. Well, I don't just... know where they rank. I know that the, the most dangerous fish in the world, or the most dangerous fish... One of the most dangerous sharks, like, don't even make the top ten of the most dangerous sea creatures. Oh, I think the number one uh, puffer fish is on there, mm. but I think the number one is actually like a um, a jellyfish. It's like a there's a jellyfish. There's like a bluegill or a, a blue spine octopus that's really high up there. Oh, sharks. So these are all because they're poisonous. Yes. There is a worm that was found near here. Mm. It's called the hammerhead worm, 
and they have the same poison that pufferfish do. They are super dangerous. Yeah, and now they're like around here. That's terrifying. Yeah. yeah, it's on the news. Another gotta... reason to stay indoors. I like that all of these stories just can reaffirm that you have to stay inside <laughs> and lock the doors. Mm-hmm. You'll open a window of shade, but that's it. Yeah, it's not safe out there. <laughs> all right, let's finish this off. Brody Jr. Uh, is, is facing the shark. Quint Jr. comes in. Obviously, as we talked about, he doesn't make it. Uh, but Brody Jr., as Quint is being eaten by the shark, Brody Jr. blows up the shark as the shark is eating Quint's body. Quint Jr.'s body, sorry. So that's basically our film. Good shot of the shark's body exploding in half. I like... So this whole sequence is really goofy. But I, it's kind of interesting because Jaws 3, which comes out later, kind of does the same thing with its ending. Yeah. So Vic Morrow's wearing explosives around his tum-tum, and the shark carries him off in his mouth, and there's a really funny shot of just, like, a dummy hanging from, like, its knees, right? Calves and ankles are the only thing in the mouth. No, at a certain point, there's just the head. Yeah, yeah he, like, swallows him down, but yeah. there's a shot where it's just... A body is hanging out of his mouth by oh, the yeah. feet. Yeah, and it's yeah. really funny. It's so he like swallows them. And for no reason, James Franciscus does like a John Woo dive. Like he jumps sideways and like pushes the button. To detonate mm-hmm. the dynamite. Yeah. And the shark's not even near him or above. And he didn't have Above to, the water. He didn't have to jump. In, like it's probably. He just da- did it's it. probably more dangerous for him to be in the water whenever yeah. he sucks off the explosive. Not that the... Right. It was not choice. It's a weird choice, but I still love it. And them. also, I would be worried that the... If we... I mean, I don't know where they had that detonator before. I assume it's waterproof, but... Well, he got it from Vic. I know I, I understand that, but I'm saying... Big Vic. Why, why are we jumping I like to water? call him Big Dick Vic. You've never... That's the first time that happened. <laughs> be respectful of the dead. I'm sorry. Well, Doesn't mean I still think that's a good nickname for him. This was your first time viewing, correct? Yeah. Hell of a picture. Yeah, I enjoyed myself. Uh, I Once the Bob Dylan impersonator started playing, from that point on... You were sold. I I really had a good time. Up to that point, it's not like I wasn't having fun, but it was a bit meandering at times. But once it hit that point, I really enjoyed my time with this movie. It was was very entertaining. Yeah, it goes for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I definitely enjoyed watching with you. I find it to be quite enjoyable. Good time. Great pick, Melanie. <laughs> and uh, yeah. So do you have some do we have some categories we want to get into? Yeah. Just as a side recommendation, if you want to learn more about sharks in a way that's not dangerous to the sharks, there's a great documentary, Blue Water, White Death. It's the Ron and Valerie Taylor documentary that I think they did it in the like 70 or 71, something like that, where they went off the dangerous reef off the coast. It's like the southern shore of Australia, I think. That's the same area where Valerie and Ron later went back to shoot footage for Jaws. It's a really fantastic documentary. I will start us off on our categories here. So my high moment, I am... I'm torn because really the second half of the movie, there's a lot of good to choose from with this. But 
Just go with what you feel. I'm, I'm just going to go with... You've also got to parse your make them laugh, too, Right, so. I know. That's... that's. So I'll, I'll just go with Mr. Wells' death of just... I assume he dies when he gets <laughs> yeah. the legs ripped off. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to go with that. That's your high. Yeah, because that's the first one week... Like, our first real good gore moment of the film. And... It, it really got me. I liked it a lot. I was I wasn't expecting it. I was expecting death, but I didn't think that was going to happen. Because actually, before that happened, I think I made a joke while we were watching about someone's going to get the bottom half of their legs eaten off. Yeah, and I was like, and I liked that you didn't know because like that happens a couple times. <laughs> yeah. So I'll go with that. Uh, my my low moment. I'm just going to go with the middle twenty minutes of the film. Just kind of. Eh, like I said, just a little meandering, and I didn't know where it was heading other than I knew what I knew about the movie because you, you, Melanie had told me before. So, but yeah, so just the setup a little bit, kind of, it takes a little bit to get into it. And then my make them laugh moment, I am going to go with obviously the shark nailing the smaller Launch. boat. With the man that launches out yeah. and just <laughs> the way his body doesn't move and falls into the water. And I laughed very hard. My high, James Franciscus. I stand for James Franciscus. I think he should have had a bigger, better career. What yeah. a cool dude. Yeah. My low, I agree with you, Known, the pace. There's, there's some parts in the first and second act that are a little slow. And it doesn't have the benefit of like a Jaws or Jaws 2 mm-hmm. with like wonderful acting and character moments to sure. build around it the action. Script. Yeah, or or a script for that matter. <laughs> By make him laugh, Vic Morrow doing Quint. The accent sure. comes and goes. He he's not like a like Quint makes an impression on you. Vic Morrow as baby Quint. Not so much. He's it, all over the place. He's not really impressive. I mm-hmm. I don't think he succeeds in anything that he tries. No. Not a single thing. He does nothing well. He just talks about knowing about sharks. And then... No, we never actually see him things, do anything impressive. Yeah, when things come up, he's yeah. just like, Well, I didn't know! Uh-huh. Like, go, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. That's fair. fair. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't know. He didn't he know. He didn't know. He's a bad Quint. Yeah. Hi, I really do like the direction quite a bit. It there there are some pacing issues, which my low is undoubtedly is the pacing. I would say the first act into the second act is just a little little too slow. But that the second half of the second act and the mm-hmm. third act are just balls to the wall. Like mm-hmm. it's so outrageous. I also really love the score a lot. I think the shark theme is so good. I mm-hmm. love the rest of the music in it. The opening tracks killer Guido D'Angelis and Maurizio D'Angelis. They did the music. They actually had quite a partnership with Casalari. They did quite a few films with him. Yeah, the the, the score is really good. Yeah, yeah it's it's awesome. Sure. The score and the direction are probably my highs, and then pacing is my low for sure. My make them laugh is the shark itself. Mm-hmm. I I I actually think it looks great, but you they show it way too much. It is. Way too much, and it's just every time it pops up, hey, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. so cute. Mm-hmm. Do you have MFK? I do today, Melanie. I sure, I certainly do. Okay. So we don't have anything else to discuss. 
I I I'm glad you picked this. I had a good time watching it with you guys and talking about it. It's a fun time. It's a fun film. Happy. One of one of the better shark movies, probably the best uh, Jaws ripoff. I I yeah. undoubtedly I think it's the best Jaws ripoff, yep. direct ripoff. Thank Happy birthday, nice. Melanie! Thank you so much. Great pick, great time. So I must ask you, mm-hmm. Mary fuck kill. I'm gonna go with their names, but then I'll tell you who they are. Oh, thank goodness! Yeah, Wells, the mayor. Yeah. Peter James Franciscus. Mm-hmm. Ron Vic Morrow. So you can call him whatever you want, Nolan. But uh-huh. it's... Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, shoot. Um, the mayor Brody Jr. and Fuck Jr. I'm. I'm, man, this is a tough one for me. I guess I'm going to marry Quint Jr. I like, I like his, I like his look in this those in those wetsuits, and he's obviously very confident. I love he. I think he is a very confident man. He's got many different accents, which I can get behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a talker. You know, I like big talk. Now he doesn't always follow through with that talk. But I like does talkers, yeah ever okay? ever yes yeah. he just talks a yeah. lot and you know what it just I I I feel his vibe so I'm marrying him mm-hmm. I'm obviously effing Brody Jr. and I'm killing Mr. Wells uh, Mr. Wells you know he's actually a very good looking man but I just I can't stand for his belief in. I guess saving a town that depends on that depends on him. I don't know. Uh, I thought you were just gonna say you don't like that he stands for a town that's on the ocean. That too. Why do I want to live there? You know. But yeah, he's just he's just a guy. All three of them live there. I'll talk Quinn Junior to move into the Midwest back with me. Well, he can't hunt sharks then. What is he gonna do? He's gonna die. So (laughs) I could save him. Yeah. What is he going to do here? He can. Go grab one? Do something different. We got tons of fish. We'll figure it out. Maybe maybe he'll like a nice farm pond. Maybe he'll learn to try to fish for moss dwellers. Carp. <laughs> Snapping turtles. Those are pretty vicious. You're just saying things, local creatures that, that live, live in water here. <laughs> yeah, that's what he's into. He's into sharks. Look, whatever. We'll make it work. But he's my boy. Alright? That's all I'm saying. That's fair. I'm gonna marry James Franciscus. Obviously. I mean, he's a writer. Mm-hmm. He's got that nice beach bungalow. Yeah. It seems like a very nice, comfy life. Yeah. Comfy life, happy wife. Fair enough. I'm going to fuck the mayor. Oh, you know why? Know. Also rich. I could be his mistress. Mustache rides. Like helicopter sugar rides. Daddy. Yeah, yeah. Sugar daddy. You're going to be a sugar baby. I'm going to kill Ron Hammer. Hammer. Hardly newer. I'm going to kill Ron Hammer. Because I don't think he's very good at any of the things that he does. At all, yeah. Um, he's... He's a proclaimed shark killer, but we don't see him kill any sharks. No. He's very bad at math. I don't think he is responsible around dynamite. His body killed that shark. You think that's the only thing he did? He right? did something good. Died. 
Yeah, well, so did the shark. He sacrificed his for the lives of many. Not willing, just by, like, happenstance. He happened to be wearing explosives. Like, he had already died. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he had them on, at least. (laughs) Well, he didn't do anything. If anything, you should congratulate the shark for eating dynamite. Blasphemy. I'm I'm gonna put an end to I mean Ron can go down with the shark the way he does in the film. This That's is fine. really unacceptable. But I'm going to fuck Peter. Mm. Oh yeah, I'm gonna anyways. smash that ass. That mirror is gonna vulgar. Be... Smash is vulgar. If that's what he wants, that's what I'll do. That's whatever he wants. Pegging. I, I, whatever. I'm going to marry Wells. I don't have to go out on the ocean. I don't have to smell, like, ocean water. I don't have to steal the shark. I can just live in that big, you know, beachside mansion. You make a good point, because even if he does die the way he ends up going, you're going to have all that. Fuck Peter. Kill Ron. Marry Wells. Yeah. Kill my husband? Yeah. Why are you taking out Quint Jr.? Both of you. You know, if he wins the, the Goober National, mm-hmm. he probably won't even live there. I'm fine with that, honestly. He'd probably be inland. Yeah, I'm good with that. I think that's the best for me personally. But I do think there's something really hot about if you're taking a lover. I think there's something hot about having like this really creative, poetic soul, James Franciscus, Peter Benton. Like a writer. A horror your, author. A horror author as your lover. I think he'd probably write you really... I mean, I love a good romance novel. I feel like he could probably write some good smut, and I'm I'm into that. So that I think that hits all the buttons for me. Are you uh, mad about Ron Hammer? Yeah, I'm sorry. It's all right. I, I got like him for myself. Your go- or haven't picked your pick in That's a while. Right. I think you make bad choices. That's your opinion. All right. Well, this has been real, <laughs> and I hope you all have a. Lovely start to the summer. Again, happy birthday, Melanie. Thank you. And we will talk to you guys again here in a couple weeks. Uh, Before we get out of here, you can find us on Twitter at Cinema Parlor, on Instagram as well. You can find our podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Rate and review us. And you can find me personally on Letterboxd at Chuck Madden Jr. Letterboxd S Glover 84. Also, happy birthday, Melanie. I don't think I said it on the episode. <laughs> Thank you very much. You can find me at Plastic Werewolf on all social media and Letterboxd. I'm doing slightly better at Letterboxd, but I forget about it a lot too. Yeah. But I'm doing better. That's sure. all I can ask yeah. of myself. For sure. So. All right. Well. Everyone have a, like I said, a good start to summer and uh, enjoy some Last Shark. Hopefully you watch and have fun along with us. Oh, quick note. The version on Amazon is better than the version on Tubi because that's where we started. Mm -hmm. And also better than the one on YouTube. Amazon has the best version. Yes. Yeah. Amazon Prime. That's the way to go. Okay. All right. Well, see you all. It's all over. At last, our waters are free of danger. The shark that terrorized our town has finally been destroyed. And here we are on the spot with the story. As folks, this is Bob Martin on the scene with our local hero, Peter Benton, who made it all possible. 
Let's get a little closer and have a few words with you. Ah, here he comes. Mr. Benton, would you say a few words for our TV audience, please? <laughs> How does it feel to be a hero? Mr. Benton, please, you've got to say something. Please. <laughs> 